0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode 16 of Gossip Column. The show discusses who is going where in January, and today is absolutely no different. Once again, there's a bumper bag Transfer rumours making the back pages, and I'm going to sift through what is making the headlines today. Where should I go first? Let's go to Arsenal. And yes, the Aaron Ramsey rumour is picking up pace. Uh, we know that he's well, signing for Juventus, that's all done. £300,000 a week is waiting for him next season, but it could be propelled even sooner because there is a possibility that he can move to Turin uh, this month if. And it's a very, very big if Arsenal can get Denis Suarez, which is you know not too impossible. And like I said yesterday, uh, James Rodriguez, who's currently on loan at Munich, but he's also owned by Real Madrid, and he could be going to Arsenal. So yes, there's a whole—I don't know if it's a triangle or a square—but it's a lot of people going in different directions. So it's Ramsey going to Juventus if Suarez and <laughs> and Rodriguez can go to Arsenal. Could be wishful thinking. I know Ramsey's going to go to Juventus eventually. It's just a case of when he gets there. So um, if Arsenal can put off the business of Suarez and Rodriguez, that would be pretty impressive indeed. But you do have to ask yourself, do they now need a right-back after the injury to Bellerin? Um, Is that their top priority in terms of of wide or attacking midfielders? Perhaps not. But when you've got the talent of James Rodriguez, potentially being down in front of you, it might be too good for them to turn down. And does that hasten up the departure of Mesut Ozil? Because then you think yourself, where can Rodriguez and Ozil fit in the same team? They don't really. So that is going to be very, very interesting. And with, what, eight days of the transfer left to go, there's still time for a couple of super transfers to take place. One of them could be Real Madrid, and they're lining up a move for Paolo Dybala, 90 million. Now, Real Madrid definitely need a forward. Uh, they, You know, post-Ronaldo, they've not struggled for goals as such, but there's definitely sort of, you know, they're missing a huge components of what made them so good over the last sort of three seasons or so. Well, more than that, but obviously they've won the Champions League in the last three seasons. So, yeah, they're definitely uh stagnating post-Ronaldo. Whether Dybala is the man who can sort of fix that uh, massive hole straight away. I mean, he's got the talent, but again, whether you just want to sell him I don't know, Uh, maybe it's one for the summer. In terms of the summer, Rafa Benitez looks set to uh, leave Newcastle at the end of the season, unless, and it's a big unless, that they make two signings this month, which, you know, considering Mike Ashley has uh, very long pockets and short arms, looks unlikely. So I think I've said before that Benitez will probably move on from Newcastle, regardless of what they do this season. If that's staying up or not, I think he's off. So, you know, don't get your hopes up, Newcastle fans, for any incomings. Um... If there was to be an incoming, it would be Miguel Almirón. That's um, Newcastle's top target. But this is one that's been repeatedly um, mentioned over the past sort of month or so. So, again, don't get your hopes up too much. Uh, Manchester United and Tottenham, they're in the race for PSV's Stephen Berghain. The uh, Dutch winger, 21 years old. Uh, again, do Tottenham need a winger? Uh, well, I mean, they need anyone at this moment due to their injury problems. But I don't think Tottenham are going to sort of be signing someone of that ilk, and if they're going to go for something, they really need to sort of find someone who can make an impact straight away. I don't think so. Stephen Berghain is the answer to Tottenham's problems. Then again, I don't really feel that Manchester United need him either, really. I think it's, uh, I don't know, I think that's just a, a link that's plucked out of the air, really. I don't think there's too much truth in that one. West Ham have told Marco Nautic he can leave in the summer. Again, that's what I said yesterday. Um... Which is fine But then you do get to uh, The conclusion that if, Is his head gone? Will he want to play For West Ham In the next Sort of few months You know I, I, Well I don't know You know He didn't play Against Bournemouth um, Whether he plays It would be interesting If he plays in the Cup uh, This weekend But I don't know When you've Like I so say When you've had this Sort of carrot Of all that money Dangled in front of you For pretty much Less work in China You do have to then Sort of wonder If I announce Which is going to be The right frame of mind To uh to be at his best West Ham, which is a, a blow for West Ham. Um, you know, they're sort of... They're going to be cut to be mid-table, but there was always the hope for them that they could sort of kick on and perhaps be the best of the rest without Arnazvic. I don't think that's going to happen. So it would be interesting to see just where the Hammers finish at the end of the season. Uh, Monchi, he's being been uh, rumoured as the new Arsenal technical director. Um, one sort of vacancy that was also linked with former Arsenal player Edu, which is interesting. So... Um, It'd be interesting to see Montchi gets the nod there. I know he used to work for Barcelona, so he's uh, you know he's seen it, done it all before. Um, be a very good coup in that sense. But I think with uh, Unai Emery sort of taking more control in terms of Arsenal's um, signings, it'd be interesting to see where Montchi fits in, in, in the whole sort of ethos and structure of the club. Uh, Sam Allardyce said he wanted to sign um, Pierre emerick Aubameyang when he was Everton manager. To be fair, though, I mean, it was always, you know, it's very wishful thinking, sort of, Sam Allardyce, isn't it? It's it's like saying he'd like to sign Cristiano Ronaldo or Nino Messi. I just don't think it was ever really going to happen. No disrespect to Everton fans, but I just don't think it was that kind of move. So, again, just a sort of soundbite, really. Uh, PSG staying in Everton, they've made a, a bid for Idrissa Gay, which is interesting because you don't really see Idrissa Gay sort of PSG quality. No disrespect to him, but, you know, I think they... For a team of their ilk, if they're sort of wanting to be winning the Champions League this season, I don't really think Adris Gay is the man to do so. But Everton would accept 40 million and uh, that would allow them to sign a new striker. Someone they can't sign is uh, Mario Bellatelli, not because they want him, but he's gone to Marseille on a six month contract. So the uh, Mario Bellatelli European Tour continues as he swaps uh, Nice for Marseille, uh, which would be quite a capture if he can sort of uh, rediscover the uh, goal threat that he has, but again, Marseille aren't going to win the league arm this season, are they? So, uh, where we, we should go now, let's go to, uh, one of Balotelli's former clubs, AC Milan, and the, Gonzalo Higuain, transfer drama continues, as I guess, Chelsea have got a race against time, to sign him, for him to be eligible, for the Tottenham, uh, second leg, tomorrow evening, which I thought they, couldn't, they weren't allowed to register players, in between the two legs, uh, but what do I know? So obviously I'm wrong there. Uh, but whether Chelsea can get over the line, I don't know. I mean, it's been dragging his heels for 23 days now. So what difference will 24 hours make? Well, quite a lot, really, because he either plays or he doesn't play. But uh, I don't know. Um, I think it will happen later in the week. As a Tottenham fan, I hope it happens later in the week. So keep your eyes out on that one. Um, and where else should we go to now? Benjamin Mendy, not a transfer one, but he's set to return to the squad uh, for tonight's clash against Burton after... Um, being out for uh, so long with a knee ligament injury. Obviously, <laughs> Burton got pumped 9-0 in the first leg. So, it could be as many youngsters as possible for uh, Manchester City to play tonight. Because, let's be honest, the tie is done. Um, whether this is a mercy killing, I don't know. Um, I know Man City didn't they play in the Checker Trade uh, Cup yesterday. So, obviously, they can't really play two games really, well. they could. But um, I think the idea really was for Pep to play the whole youth team in that second leg. But unfortunately, that quite can't quite uh, go to plan because of the game last night. But like I say, they could play. They could play the under fourteen team. They could play the women's team and still go through to uh, the final at Wembley at the end of this, uh, the end of the next month. Uh, that's about it, really. Um, not as bumper as I first promised. Actually, told a lie there. But yes, yeah, still a good, healthy amount of rumours. I'm back in the swing now after a week's break. So I'll be back tomorrow morning with another raft of transfer rumours. As always, I'm sponsored by Loser Pool. Be sure to check them out. FA Cup week this week. But sign up as we've got uh, new pools in the waiting and you can win £1,000. And as always, my name's Dan Tracy. This is A Real football cast in association with Loser Pool. And until next time, goodbye.